0: Welcome to chapter 29. Then Jacob continued his journey. He came to the land of the people of the east. He looked and saw a well in the field. Three flocks of sheep were lying nearby because they drank water from this well. A large stone covered the mouth of the well. All the flocks would gather there. The shepherds would roll the stone away from the well And water the sheep then they would put the stone back in its place Jacob said to the shepherds there my brothers where are you from they answered we are from Haran then Jacob asked do you know Laban grandson of Nahor they answered we know him then Jacob asked how is he they answered he is well Look, his daughter Rachel is coming now with his sheep. Jacob asked, But look, it's still the middle part of the day. It's not time for the sheep to be gathered for the night. So give them water and let them go back into the pasture. But they said, We cannot do that until all the flocks are gathered. Then we will roll away the stone from the mouth of the well and water the sheep. While Jacob was talking with the shepherds, Rachel came with her father's sheep. It was her job to take care of the sheep. Then Jacob saw Laban's daughter Rachel and Laban's sheep. So he went to the well and rolled the stone from its mouth. Then he watered Laban's sheep. Now Laban was the brother of Rebekah, Jacob's mother. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and cried. He told her that he was from her father's family. He said that he was the son of Rebekah. So Rachel ran home and told her father. When Laban heard the news about his sister's son Jacob, Laban ran to meet him. Laban hugged him and kissed him and brought him to his house. Jacob told Laban everything that had happened. Then Laban said, You are my own flesh and blood. So Jacob stayed there a month. Then Laban said to Jacob, You are my relative, but it's not right for you to keep on working for me without pay. What would you like me to pay you? Now, Laban had two daughters. The older was Leah and the younger was Rachel. Leah had weak eyes, but Rachel was very beautiful. Jacob loved Rachel, so he said to Laban, Let me marry your younger daughter, Rachel. If you will, I will work seven years for you. Laban said, It would be better for her to marry you than someone else, so stay here with me. So Jacob worked for Laban seven years so he could marry Rachel. But they seemed to him like just a few days. This was because he loved Rachel very much. After seven years, Jacob said to Laban, give me Rachel so that I may marry her. The time I promised to work for you is over. So Laban gave a feast for all the people there. That evening, Laban brought his daughter Leah to Jacob. Jacob and Leah had sexual relations together. Laban gave his slave girl Zilpah to his daughter to be her servant. In the morning, Jacob saw that he had sexual relations with Leah. He said to Laban, What have you done to me? I worked hard for you, so that I could marry Rachel. Why did you trick me? Laban said, In our country, we do not allow the younger daughter to marry before the older daughter. But complete the full week of the marriage ceremony with Leah. I will give you Rachel to marry also. But you must serve me another seven years. So Rachel did this and completed the week with Leah. Then Laban gave him his daughter Rachel as a wife. Laban gave his slave girl Bila to his daughter Rachel to be her servant. So Jacob had sexual relations with Rachel also and Jacob loved Rachel more than Leah. Jacob worked for Laban for another seven years. The Lord saw that Jacob loved Rachel more than Leah. So the Lord made it possible for Leah to have children, but Rachel did not have any children. Leah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She named him Reuben because she said, The Lord has seen my troubles, surely now My husband will love me. Leah became pregnant again and gave birth to another son. She named him Simeon, she said. The Lord has heard that I am not loved, so he gave me this son. Leah became pregnant again and gave birth to another son. She named him Levi. Leah said now surely my husband will be close to me I have given him three sons then Leah gave birth to another son she named him Judah Leah named him this because she said now I will praise the Lord then Leah stopped having children oh wow it seems that Jacob got a taste of his own medicine. His own father-in-law tricked him by giving him Leah instead of Rachel. Doesn't that sound familiar? Remember the story, Jacob and Esau and the pot of stew? I'll see you in chapter 13. Welcome to chapter 30. Rachel saw that she wasn't giving birth to children for Jacob. So she envied her sister Leah. Rachel said to Jacob, Give me children or I'll die. Jacob became angry with her. He said, Can I do what only God can do? He is the one who has kept you from having children. Then Rachel said, Here is my slave girl Billah have sexual relations with her so she can give birth to a child for me then I can have my own family through her so Rachel gave Bilhah a slave girl to Jacob as a wife and he had sexual relations with her she became pregnant and gave Jacob a son Rachel said God has declared me innocent he has listened to my prayer and has given me a son So Rachel named this son Dan. Billah became pregnant again and gave Jacob a second son. Rachel said, I have struggled hard with my sister, and I have won. So she named that son Naphtali. Leah saw that she had stopped having children. So she gave her slave girl Zilpah to Jacob as a wife. Then Zilpa had a son. Leah said, I am lucky. So she named her son Gad. Zilpa gave birth to another son. Leah said, I am very happy. Now women will call me happy. So she named that son Asher. During the wheat harvest, Reuben went into the field and found some mandrake plants. He brought them to his mother Leah. But Rachel said to Leah, Please give me some of your son's mandrakes. Leah answered, You have already taken away my husband. Now you are trying to take away my son's mandrakes. But Rachel answered, If you will give me your son's mandrakes, you may sleep with Jacob tonight. When Jacob came in from the field that night, Leah went out to meet him. She said, You will have sexual relations with me tonight. I have paid for you with my son's mandrakes. So Jacob slept with her that night. Then God answered Leah's prayer, and she became pregnant again. She gave birth to a fifth son. Leah said, God has given me what I paid for because I gave my slave girl to my husband. So Leah named her son Issachar. Leah became pregnant again and gave birth to a sixth son she said God has given me a fine gift now surely Jacob will honor me because I have given him six sons so Leah named the son Zebulon later Leah gave birth to a daughter she named her Dinah Then God remembered Rachel and answered her prayer. God made it possible for her to have children. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She said, God has taken away my shame. She named him Joseph. Rachel said, I wish the Lord would give me another son. After the birth of Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, now, Let me go to my own home and country. Give me my wives and my children and let me go. I have earned them by working for you. You know that I served you well. Laban said to him, If I have pleased you, please stay. I know the Lord has blessed me because of you. Tell me what I should pay you and I will give it to you. Jacob answered, You know that I have worked hard for you. Your flocks have grown while I cared for them. When I came, you had little. Now you have very much. Every time I did something for you, the Lord blessed you. But when will I be able to do something for my own family? Laban asked, then what should I give you? Laban, Jacob answered, I don't want you to give me anything. Just do this one thing then I will come back and take care of your flocks. Today let me go through all your flocks of white sheep and black goats. I will take every spotted or speckled lamb. I will take every black lamb and every spotted or speckled goat. That will be my pay. In the future, You can easily see if I am honest. You can come to look at my flocks. If I have any goat that isn't speckled or spotted or any sheep that isn't black, you will know I stole it. Laban answered, Agreed, we will do what you ask. But that day, Laban took away all the male goats that had streaks or spots And he took all the speckled and spotted female goats, all those that had white on them, and he took all the black sheep. He told his sons to watch over them. Laban took these animals to a place that was three days' journey away from Jacob. Jacob took care of all the animals that were left. So Jacob cut green branches from poplar, almond and plain trees. He peeled off some of the bark so that the branches had white stripes on them. He put the branches in front of the flocks of the watering places. When the animals came to drink, they also mated there. So the goats mated in front of the branches. Then the young that were born were streaked, speckled, or spotted. Jacob separated the young animals from the others, and he made them face the streaked and darked animals in Laban's flock. Jacob kept his animals separate from Laban's. When the stronger animals in the flock were mating, Jacob put the branches before their eyes. This was so the animals would mate near the branches. But when the weaker animals mated, Jacob did not put the branches there so the animals born from the weaker animals were Laban's, and the animals born from the stronger animals were Jacob's. In this way, Jacob became very rich. He had large flocks, many male and female servants, camels and donkeys. And that's the end of chapter 30. What do you think of Laban's attitude towards Jacob. Do you think he was being fair? Think about it. And I'll see you in chapter 31. Welcome to chapter 31. One day, Jacob heard Laban's sons talking. They said, Jacob has taken everything our father owned. Jacob has become rich in this way. Then Jacob noticed that Laban was not as friendly as he had been before. The Lord said to Jacob, Go back to the land where your ancestors lived. I will be with you. So Jacob told Rachel and Leah to meet him in the field where he kept his flocks. He said to them, I have seen that your father is not as friendly with me as he used to be, but the God of my father has been with me. You both know that I have worked as hard as I could for your father, but he cheated me. He has changed my pay 10 times, but God has not allowed your father to harm me. At one time, Laban said, you can have all the speckled goats as your pay. After that, all the animals gave birth to speckled young ones. But then, Laban said, You can have all the streaked goats as your pay. After that, all the animals gave birth to streaked babies. So God has taken the animals away from your father and God has given them to me. I had a dream during the season when the animals were mating. I saw that the only male goats who were mating were streaked, speckled, or spotted. The angel of God spoke to me in that dream. He said, Jacob. I answered, Yes. The angel said, Look, only the streaked, speckled, or spotted goats are mating. I have seen all the wrong things Laban does to you. I am the God who appeared to you at Bethel. There you poured olive oil on the stone you set up. On end, there you made a promise to me. Now I want you to leave here. Go back to the land where you were born. Rachel and Leah answered Jacob, Our father has nothing to give us when he dies. He has treated us like strangers. He sold us to you, and then he spent all the money you paid for us. God took all this wealth from our father, and now it belongs to us and our children. So you do whatever God told you to do. So Jacob put his children and his wives on camels. Then they began their journey back to Isaac, his father. He lived in the land of Canaan. All the flocks of animals that Jacob owned walked ahead of him. He carried everything with him that he had gotten while he lived in Northwest Mesopotamia. Laban was gone to cut the wool from his sheep. While he was gone, Rachel stole the idols of false gods that belonged to him and Jacob tricked Laban the Aramean. He did not tell Laban he was leaving Jacob and his family left quickly. They crossed the Euphrates River and traveled towards the mountains of Gilead. Three days later, Laban learned that Jacob had run away. So Laban gathered his relatives and began to chase Jacob. After seven days, Laban found him in the mountains of Gilead. That night, God came to Laban the Aramean in a dream the Lord said be careful do not say anything to Jacob good or bad so Laban caught up with Jacob now Jacob had made his camp in the mountains so Laban and his relatives set up their camp in the mountains of Gilead Laban said to Jacob what have you done why did you trick me You took my daughters as if you had captured them in a war. Why did you run away without telling me? Why did you trick me? Why didn't you tell me? Then I could send you away with joy and singing. There would be the music of tambourines and harps. You didn't even let me kiss my grandchildren and my daughters goodbye. You were very foolish to do this. I have the power to harm you but last night, the God of your father spoke to me. He warned me not to say anything to you, good or bad. I know you want to go home, but why did you steal my idols? Jacob answered Laban, I left without telling you because I was afraid. I thought you would take your daughters away from me. If you find anyone here who has taken your idols, He will be killed. Your relatives will be my witnesses. You may look for anything that belongs to you. Take anything that is yours. Now, Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen Laban's idols. So Laban looked into Jacob's tent and in Leah's tent. He looked in the tent where the two slave women stayed, but he did not find his idols. When he left Leah's tent, he went into Rachel's tent. Rachel had hidden the idols inside her camel's saddle, and she was sitting on them. Laban looked through the whole tent, but he did not find them. Father, Rachel said, don't be angry with me. I'm not able to stand up before you. I'm having my monthly period. So Laban looked through the camp, but he did not find his idols. Then Jacob became very angry. He said, what wrong have I done? What law have I broken to cause you to chase me? You have looked through everything I own, but you have found nothing that belongs to you. If you have found anything, show it to everyone. Put it in front of your relatives and my relatives. Then let them decide which one of us is right. I have worked for you now for 20 years. During all that time, none of the lambs and kids died during birth, and I have not eaten any of the male sheep from your flocks. Anytime a sheep was killed by wild animals, I did not bring it to you. I made up for the loss myself. You made me pay for any animal that was stolen during the day or night. In the daytime, The sun took away my strength. At night, I was cold and could not sleep. I worked like a slave for you for 20 years. For the first 14 years, I worked to get your two daughters. The last six years, I worked to earn your animals. And during that time, you changed my pay 10 times. But the God of my father was with me. He is the God of Abraham and the god of isaac if god had not been with me you would have sent me away with nothing but he saw the trouble i had and the hard work i did and last night god corrected you laban said to jacob these girls are my daughters their children belong to me and these animals are mine everything you see here belongs to me but i can do nothing to keep my daughters And their children. Let us make an agreement. Let us set up a pile of stones to remember us of our agreement. So Jacob took a large rock and set it up on its end. He told his relatives to gather rocks. So they took the rocks and piled them up. Then they ate beside the pile of rocks. Laban named that place in his language a pile to remind us, and Jacob gave the place the same name in Hebrew. Laban said to Jacob, this pile of rocks will remind us of the agreement between us. That is why the place was called a pile to remind us. It was also called Mizpah. This was because Laban said, let the Lord watch over us while we are separated from each other. Remember that God is our witness. This is true even if no one else is around us. He will know if you harm my daughters or marry other women. Here is the pile of rocks that I have put between us, and here is the pile I set up on end. This pile of rocks and this rock set on end will remind us of our agreement. I will never go past this pile to hurt you and you must never come to my side of them to hurt me the god of abraham is the god of nahor and the god of their fathers let god punish either of us if we break this agreement so jacob made a promise in the name of god this was the god of his father isaac then jacob killed an animal and offered it as a sacrifice on the mountain and he invited his relatives to share in the meal after they finished eating they spent the night on the mountain early the next morning laman kissed his grandchildren and his daughters he blessed them and then he left to return home and that's the end of chapter 31 Lots of things to think about in this chapter. A lot of people tricking each other, and a lot of people chasing after one another. What do you think about this chapter? And I'll see you in chapter 32. Welcome to chapter 32 when jacob also went his way the angels of god met him when jacob saw them he said this is the camp of god so jacob named that place mahanaim jacob's brother esau was living in the area called seir in the country of edom jacob sent messengers to esau jacob told the messengers Give this message to my master Esau. This is what Jacob, your servant, says. I have lived with Laban and have remained there until now. I have cattle, donkeys, flocks, and male and female servants. I send this message to you and ask you to accept us. The messengers returned to Jacob and said, We went to your brother Esau, he's coming to meet you, and he has 400 men with him. Then Jacob was very afraid and worried. He divided the people who were with him into two camps. He also divided all the flocks, herds, and camels into two camps. Jacob thought Esau might come and destroy one camp, but the other camp can run away and be saved. Jacob said, God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, Lord, you told me to return to my country and my family. You said that you would do good to me. I'm not worthy of the kindness and continual goodness you have shown me. The first time I traveled across the Jordan River, I had only my walking stick, but now I own enough to have two camps. Please save me from my brother Esau. I am afraid he will come and kill us all, even the mothers with the children. You said to me, I will do good to you. I will make your children as many as the sand of the seashore. There will be too many to count. Jacob stayed there for the night. He prepared a gift for Esau from what he had with him. It was 200 female goats and 20 male goats, 200 female sheep and 20 male sheep. There were 30 female camels and their young, 40 cows and 10 bulls, 20 female donkeys and 10 male donkeys. Jacob gave each separate flock of animals to one of his servants. Then he said to them, Go ahead of me, and keep some space between each herd. Jacob gave them their orders. To the servant with the first group of animals, he said, My brother Esau will come to you. He will ask you, Whose servant are you? Where are you going? Whose animals are these? Then you will answer, These animals belong to your servant Jacob. He sent them as a gift to you, my master Esau. And Jacob also is coming behind us. Jacob ordered the second servant, the third servant, and all the other servants to do the same thing. He said, Say the same thing to Esau when you meet him. Say, Your servant Jacob is coming behind us. Jacob thought, If I send this gift ahead of me, maybe Esau will forgive me. Then when I see him, perhaps he will accept me. So Jacob sent the gift to Esau. But Jacob saved that night in the camp. During the night, Jacob rose and crossed the Jabbok River at the crossing. He took his two wives, his two slave girls, And his eleven sons with him. He sent his family and everything he had across the river. But Jacob stayed behind alone and a man came and wrestled with him until the sun came up. The man saw that he could not defeat Jacob so he struck Jacob's hip and put it out of joint. Then the man said to Jacob let me go the sun is coming up. But Jacob said, I will let you go if you bless me. The man said to him, What is your name? And he answered, Jacob. Then the man said, Your name will no longer be Jacob. Your name will now be Israel, because you have wrestled with God and with men, and you have won. Then Jacob asked him, Please tell me your name. But the man said why do you ask me my name then he blessed jacob there so jacob named that place peniel he said i have seen god face to face but my life was saved then the sun rose as he was leaving that place jacob was limping because of his leg so even today The people of Israel do not eat the muscle that is on the hip joint of animals. This is because Jacob was touched there. Wow, what an interesting story. Jacob met with God face to face. What would you do if God appeared to you right now? Think about it and I'll see you in chapter 33 welcome to chapter 33 jacob looked up and saw esau coming with him were 400 men so jacob divided his children among leah rachel and the two slave girls jacob put the slave girls with the children first Then he put Leah and her children behind them and he put Rachel and Joseph last. Jacob himself went out in front of them. He bowed down flat on the ground seven times as he was walking towards his brother. But Esau ran to meet Jacob. Esau put his arms around him and hugged him. Then Esau kissed him and they both cried. Esau looked up. And saw the women and children. He asked, Who are these people with you? Jacob answered, These are the children God has given me. God has been good to me, your servant. Then the two slave girls and their children came up to Esau. They bowed down flat on the earth before him. Then Leah and her children came up to Esau. They also bowed down flat on the earth. Last of all, Joseph and Rachel came up to Esau, and they too bowed down flat before him. Esau said, I saw many herds as I was coming here. Why did you bring them? Jacob answered, They were to please you, my master. But Esau said, I already have enough, my brother. Keep what you have. Jacob said, No, please. If I have pleased you, then please accept the gift I give you. I'm very happy to see your face again. It's like seeing the face of God because you have accepted me. So I beg you to accept the gift I give you. God has been very good to me and I have more than I need. And because Jacob begged, Esau accepted the gift. Then Esau said, Let us get going. I will travel with you. But Jacob said to him, My master, you know that the children are weak, and I must be careful with my flocks and their young ones. If I force them to go too far in one day, all the animals will die. So, my master, you go on ahead of me, your servant. I will follow you slowly. I will let the animals and the children set the speed at which we travel. I will meet you, my master, in Edom. So Esau said, Then let me leave some of my men with you. No, thank you, said Jacob. I only want to please you, my master. So that day Esau started back to Edom. But Jacob went to Succoth. There he built a house for himself and he made shelters for his animals. That is why the name of the place is Sukkoth. Jacob left northwest Mesopotamia, and he arrived safely at the city of Shechem in the land of Canaan. He camped east of the city. He bought a part of the field where he had camped. He bought it from the sons of Hamor, Father of Shechem, for one hundred pieces of silver, he built an altar there and named it after God, the God of Israel. And that's the end of chapter 33. Don't you like how Jacob and Esau became friends again after what had happened so many years ago? It is good to forgive one another, especially. When they have wronged you. I'll see you in chapter 34. Chapter 34 Dinah was the daughter of Leah and Jacob. At this time, Dinah went out to visit the woman of that land. Shechem, son of Hamor the Hivite, the ruler of that land, saw Dinah. He took her and forced her to have sexual relations with him. Shechem fell in love with Dinah, and he spoke kindly to her. He told his father, Hamor, please get this girl for me so I can marry her. Jacob learned how Shechem had disgraced his daughter, but Jacob's sons were out in the field with the cattle, so Jacob said nothing until they came home. And Hamor, father of Shechem, went to talk with Jacob. When Jacob's sons heard what had happened, they came in from the field. They were very angry, because Shechem had done such a wicked thing to Israel. It was wrong for him to have sexual relations with Jacob's daughter. A thing like this should not be done. But Hamor talked to the brothers of Dinah. He said, My son, Shechem, is deeply in love with Dinah. Please let him marry her. Marry our people, give your women to our women as wives, and take our women for your men as wives. You can live in the same land with us. You will be free to own land and to trade here. Shechem also talked to Jacob and to Dinah's brothers. He said, Please accept my offer. I will give anything you ask. Ask as much as you want for the payment for the bride. I will give it to you. Just let me marry Dinah. The sons of Jacob answered Shechem and his father with lies. They were angry because Shechem had disgraced their sister Dinah. The brothers said to them, We cannot allow you to marry our sister. You are not circumcised. That would be a disgrace to us. But... We will allow you to marry her, if you do this one thing. Every man in your town must be circumcised like us. Then your men can marry our women, and our men can marry your women. Then we will live in your land and become one people. If you refuse to be circumcised, we will take Dinah and leave. What they asked seemed fair to Hamor and Shechem, so Shechem went quickly to be circumcised because he loved Jacob's daughter. Now, Shechem was the most respected man in his family, so Hamor and Shechem went to the gate of their city. They spoke to the men of their city. They said, these people want to be friends with us. So let them live in our land and trade here. There is enough land for all of us. Let us marry their women and we can let them marry our women. But our men must agree to one thing. All our men must agree to be circumcised as they are. Then they will agree to live in our land and we will be one people. If we do this, their cattle will be and their animals will belong to us let us do what they say and they will stay in our land all the men who had come to the city gate heard this and they agreed with Hamel and Shechem and every man was circumcised three days later the men who were circumcised were still in pain two of Jacob's sons Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, took their swords. They made a surprise attack on the city and they killed all the men there. Simeon and Levi killed Hamor and his son Shechem. Then they took Dinah out of Shechem's house and left. Jacob's sons went among the dead bodies and stole everything that was in the city. This was to pay them back. For what shechem had done to their sister so the brothers took the flocks herds and donkeys and they took everything in the city and in the fields they took every valuable thing those people owned they even took the wives and children in everything that was in the houses then jacob said to simeon and levi you have caused me a lot of trouble Now the Canaanites and the Perizzites who live in the land will hate me. There are only a few of us. If they join together to attack us, my people and I will be destroyed. But the brothers said, we will not allow our sister to be treated like a prostitute. And that's the end of chapter 34. I'll see you in chapter 35. You might want to have a discussion with your mom and dad about chapter 34. Welcome to chapter 35. God said to Jacob, Go to the city of Bethel and live there. Make an altar to the God who appeared to you there. This was when you were running away from your brother Esau. So Jacob said to his family and to all who were with him, Put away the foreign gods you have, make yourselves clean and change your clothes. We will leave here and go to Bethel. There I will build an altar to God. He has helped me during my time of trouble. He has been with me everywhere I have gone. So they gave Jacob all the foreign gods they had, and they gave him the earrings they were wearing. He hid them under the great tree near the town of Shechem. Then Jacob and his sons left there. But God caused the people in the nearby cities to be afraid, so they did not follow the sons of Jacob. And Jacob and all the people who were with him went to Luz. It is now called Bethel. It is in the land of Canaan. There, Jacob built an altar. He named the place Bethel, after God, because God had appeared to him there. That was when he was running from his brother. Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died and was buried under the oak tree at Bethel. They named the place Oak of Crying. When Jacob came back from northwest Mesopotamia, God appeared to him again, and God blessed him. God said to him, Your name is Jacob, but you will not be called Jacob any longer. Your new name will be Israel. So he called him Israel. God said to him, I am God all-powerful. Have many children and grow in number as a nation. You will be the ancestor of many nations and kings. I gave Abraham and Isaac land. I will give that same land to you and your descendants. Then God left him. Jacob set up a stone on edge in that place where God had talked to him. And he poured a drink offering and olive oil on it to make It's special for God, and Jacob named the place Bethel. Jacob and his group left Bethel before they came to Ephra. Rachel began giving birth to her baby, but she was having much trouble with this birth. When Rachel's nurse saw this, she said, Don't be afraid, Rachel. You are giving birth to another son. Rachel gave birth to the son, but she died. As she lay dying, she named the boy son of my suffering, but Jacob called him Benjamin. Rachel was buried on the road to Eprah, a district of Bethlehem, and Jacob set up a rock on her grave to honor her. That rock is still there today. Then Israel, also called Jacob, continued his journey. He camped just south of Migdal, Eder. While Israel was in that land, Reuben had sexual relations with Israel's slave woman, Billah, and Israel heard about it. Jacob had 12 sons. He had six sons by his wife Leah, Reuben was his first son, then Leah had Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulon. He had two sons by his wife Rachel, Joseph, and Benjamin. He had two sons by Rachel's slave girl, Pilla, Dan, and Naphtali. And he had two sons by Leah's slave girl, Zilpah, Gad, and Asher. These are Jacob's sons who were born in northwest Mesopotamia. Jacob went to his father Isaac at Mamre near Hebron. This is where Abraham and Isaac had lived. Isaac lived 180 years, so so Isaac breathed his last breath and died when he was very old and his sons Esau And Jacob buried him. And that's the end of chapter 35. I'll see you, chapter 36. Welcome to chapter 36. This is the family history of Esau, also called Edom. Esau married women from the land of Canaan. He married Ada, daughter of Elon the Hittite, and he married Oholi Bama, daughter of Anna. Anna was the son of Zibion the Hivite, and he married Basamath, Ishmael's daughter, the sister of Nebaioth. Ada gave Esau one son, Eliphaz. Basimath gave Esau Reuel and Oholibama gave Esau Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. These were Esau's sons who were born in the land of Canaan. Esau took his wives, his sons, his daughters, and all the people who lived with him. He took his herds and other animals. And he took all the belongings he had gotten in Canaan. And he went to a land far away from his brother Jacob. Esau's and Jacob's belongings were becoming too many for them to live in the same land. The land where they had lived could not support both of them. They had too many herds. So Esau lived in the mountains of Edom. Esau is also named Edom. This is the family history of Esau. He is the ancestor of the Edomites who live in the mountains of Edom. Esau's sons were Eliphaz son of Ada, and Esau and Reuel son of Basimath and Esau. Eliphaz had five sons Teman, Omar, Zepho, Gatam, and Kenaz Eliphaz also had a slave woman named Timnah Timnah and Eliphaz gave birth to Amalek These were Esau's grandsons by his wife Ada. Reuel had four sons Nahath, Zerah Shammah and Mizah. These were Esau's grandsons by his wife Basimath. Esau's third wife was Oholibamah. She was the daughter of Anna. Anna was the son of Zibion. Esau and Oholibamah gave birth to Jeush, Jalam and Korah. These were the leaders that came from Esau. Esau's first son was Eliphaz, from him came these leaders, Teman, Omar, Zepho, Kenaz, Korah, Gatam, and Amalek. These were the leaders that came from Eliphaz in the land of Edom. They were the grandsons of Ada. Esau's son Reuel was the father of these leaders. Nahath, Zerah, Shema and Mizza. These were the leaders that came from Reuel in the land of Edom. They were the grandsons of Esau's wife, Basimath. Esau's wife, Oholibama, gave birth to these leaders, Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. These are the leaders that came from Esau's wife, Oholibama she was the daughter of anna these were the sons of esau also called edom and these were their leaders these were the sons of seir and the horite who were living in the land lotan shubal zibion anna dishon ezer and dishan these sons of seir were the leaders of the Horites in Edom. The sons of Lotan were Hori and Homam. Timna was Lotan's sister. The sons of Shobal were Alvan, Manahath, Ebal, Shepho, and Onam. The sons of Zibion were Aya and Anna. Anna is the man who found the hot springs in the desert. He found them while he was caring for his father's donkeys. The children of Anna were Dishon and Oholibama, daughter of Anna. The sons of Dishon were Hemdan, Eshban, Ithran, and Keran. The sons of Isa were Bilhan, Zavan, and Akan The sons of Dishan were Uz and Aaron. These were the names of the Horite leaders, Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anna, Dishon, Ezer, and Dishan. These men were the leaders of the Horite families. They lived in the land of Edom, These are the kings who ruled in the land of Edom before the Israelites ever had a king. Bela, son of Beor, was the king of Edom. He came from the city of Dinhaba. When Bela died, Jobab, son of Zerah, became king. Jobab was from Bozrah. When Jobab died, Husham became king. He was from the land of of the Temanites. When Husham died, Hadad son of Bedad became king. Hadad had defeated Midian in the country of Moab. Hadad was from the city of Avith. When Hadad died, Samla became king. He was from Masraka. When Samla died, Shoal became king. He was from Rehoboth on the Euphrates river. When Shoal died, Balhanan son of Akor became king. When Balhanan son of Akor died, Hadad became king. He was from the city of Pau. His wife's name was Mehetabel, daughter of Matred. Matred was the daughter of Mesahab. These Edomite leaders came from Esau. They are listed by their families and regions. Their names were Timna, Alva, Jetheth, Oholibama, Ella, Pinon, Kinaz, Teman, Mipsa, Magdiel, and Iram. These were the leaders of Edom. Esau was the father of the Edomites. The area where each of these families lived was named after that family. And that is the end of chapter 36. And I will see you in chapter 37 where we will be talking about Joseph. Thank you.